This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number 10. Hey, podcast listener. Even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence, know that today, right now, in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. At Calm Living, we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it, to live the lives we want to live. That is what this podcast is about. Come join the Confidence Revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode 10 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. I'm your host, Candice Esposito, the founder of Calm Living Blueprint. Thanks for listening and taking the time out of your day to to download the podcast. So let's do a quick check-in to see where we're at. So up to this point, we've been placing a lot of our focus on the painful feelings you struggle with and the painful thoughts you get entangled by. Basically, a lot of the things that you don't want. But we haven't yet focused too much on what you do want, what sort of person you want to be what sort of relationships you want to build, what you want to do with your life to make it richer, fuller, and more meaningful. Okay, so that's what this podcast episode is going to be about. What are you here for? What makes your life worth living? It's amazing how many people never consider those questions, kind of just go through life following the same routine day after day. The whole point of what we're doing here is, you know, sure to help you overcome anxiety. But at a deeper level, it's about helping you to live a rich, full, and meaningful life. I mean, what's the point of everything we've talked about so far? Of accepting pain, practicing diffusion, exposing yourself to challenging situations, if it's not serving to make your life richer and fuller. The reality is that you don't just want to overcome anxiety. You want to be able to live the life you want to live, make new friends, date, get a new job, whatever that is for you. Okay, so before we go any further, just a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the actual MP3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 10. And that's the number 10 as in episode number 10. Okay, so calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 10. Okay, so in order to create a rich, full, and meaningful life, we need to stop to reflect on what we're doing and why we're doing it. You want to ask yourself, what is important to me? What do I want my life to be about? What sort of person do I want to be? 
What sort of relationships do I want to build? If I weren't struggling with my feelings of anxiety or avoiding my fear of social situations, what would I channel my time and energy into doing? And it's okay if you don't have answers to these questions right now. This is step five of the Calm Living Blueprint. Know what matters. Know what matters. And knowing what matters is about identifying your values and living your life guided by those values. Values are our heart's deepest desires. How we want to be, what we want to stand for, and how we want to relate to the world around us. I want to clarify at this point that values are not the same as goals. Values are different from goals. Values are like a compass. A compass gives you direction and keeps you on track when you're traveling, right? And our values do the same for the journey of life. We use them to choose the direction in which we want to move and to keep us on track as we go. So when you act on a value, it's like heading west. No matter how far west you travel, you never get there, right? There's always further to go. But goals are like the things you try to achieve along the journey. They're like the sights you want to see or the mountains you want to climb while you keep on traveling west. Okay, so a goal is a desired outcome that can be achieved or completed. For example, the desire to get married is a goal. Once you're married, you're married. You know, check that off your list. The desire to be loving and kind is a value. It's ongoing for the rest of your life. The moment you stop being loving and kind, you are no longer living by that value. You can be loving and kind regardless of whether you are married or not though. If you want a better job, that's a goal. If you want to apply yourself at work to be attentive to detail, to support your colleagues and be engaged in what you're doing, those are values. You can act on those values regardless of whether or not you have a better job. Values tend to be much more empowering than goals because they're always available to us. In any moment, you have the choice to act on your values or not. That's not the case with goals. There's no guarantee we'll achieve or accomplish our goals. To lose 10 pounds of weight is a goal. Eating healthy is a value. To get love and respect from others is a goal. To be loving and respectful is a value. To feel less anxious is a goal. Acting courageously is a value. Alright? I think one of the best examples of why values are so important comes from the book Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. If you haven't read that book yet, I highly, highly recommend it. Viktor Frankl was a Jewish psychiatrist who survived years of unspeakable horror in Auschwitz and other Nazi camps. He describes his experience in those camps in the book that he wrote, Man's Search for Meaning. And one thing that's fascinating and maybe not what we would expect, is the fact that the people who survived longest in the death camps were often not 
the physically most fit or the physically strongest, but those who were connected with a purpose in life. If prisoners could connect with something they valued, a loving relationship with their child, for example, or an important book they wished to write, that connection gave them something to live for, something that made it, in Mr. Frankel's words, worthwhile to endure all that suffering. Frankel's sense of purpose came from deeply valuing his relationship with his wife. During the most painful times, he would conjure up a mental image of his wife and think about how much he loved her. He also valued helping others in the camp. He valued listening to them, giving them words of kindness, tending to the sick, and he helped people connect with their own deepest values. That was enough to keep him going. He lived by his values. And as the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche once said, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Okay, so here are five key points about values. Number one, values are here and now. Goals are in the future. Even if you've totally neglected a core value for years, in this moment, right now, you can act on it. How wonderful is that? Goals, in contrast, are something you are striving for, working toward. Because of this, people who live a very goal-focused life often find that it leads to a sense of chronic frustration or feeling that you're lacking. Why? Well, because you're always looking into the future, always continually striving to achieve the next goal under the illusion that it will bring happiness. Okay, so to illustrate this, imagine that there's two kids in the back of a car and mom's driving them to Disneyland, right? It's a three-hour trip to get there and uh, one of the children is saying, you know, every five minutes, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet, mom? And mom, of course, gets annoyed. The child gets frustrated. They're snapping at each other. Lots of tension. The other child, meanwhile, is looking out the window, waving at the other cars, noticing all the towns and the farms along the way. Both children reach Disneyland at the same time. Both children have a great time while they're there. But only one of those children had a rewarding journey. Because he valued exploring, traveling, learning about the world outside the car, the second child enjoyed the journey. He wasn't just focused on the goal of getting there. Okay, so values are here and now. And, you know, what if success is living by your values? Think about it. By that definition, you can be successful right now, in this moment, even if your goals are a long way off, even if you never reach your goals. How liberating is that? What if success is living by your values? Okay, so point number two, values never need to be justified. They never need to be justified. Values are simply statements about what's meaningful to us. It's like our taste in ice cream. I mean, do you have to justify why you prefer chocolate over strawberry ice cream? No, of course not. You just do. 
Number three, values often need to be prioritized. For example, we may value being loving and caring towards our parents, but if they're continually abusive to us, we may need to cut off contact with them because our values around self-protection and self-nurture take priority. Our values around being loving and caring didn't disappear. They were just prioritized. Okay, so values often need to be prioritized. Point number four, values are best held lightly. And what I mean by this is that you want to be aware of your values and act on them, but at the same time, you don't want to fuse with them or get entangled in them because then they start to feel oppressive and restricting. They turn into rigid rules rather than flexible guidelines. I mean, think back to the compass metaphor that we talked about earlier. How do you use the compass? You don't clutch the compass tightly every step of the way, right? You probably carry it in your backpack, knowing that anytime you need, you need it to find your way, you can instantly pull it out and use it. Okay, values are the same way. And point number five, values are freely chosen. They're freely chosen. You don't have to act this way. You choose to act this way because it matters to you. Okay, so again, to recap, values are here and now. Values never need to be justified. Values are often something that needs to be prioritized. Values are best held lightly. And values are freely chosen. So now that we know what values are, Let's walk through an exercise to help you get clear on what your values actually are. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to imagine your 80th birthday and to imagine that three different people stand up to make speeches about you. Now keep in mind, this is an imaginary exercise, so it doesn't have to follow the rules of logic. You can be 80 and your friends may look exactly as they do today. And you can have people there who are already dead or who will be dead by the time you're 80. And if you want to have children one day, then you can have your children there. Okay, so you don't have to follow the rules of logic. Also keep in mind, you aren't trying to realistically predict the future. Okay, if if magic could happen so that all your dreams come true, then what would your 80th birthday look like? And if your mind pipes in with thoughts like, that person would never say that about me, or no one would ever talk about me at my birthday, simply say, thanks mind, and bring your focus back to the exercise. Okay? So I invite you to get into a comfortable position and close your eyes. For the next few breaths, focus on emptying your lungs pushing all the air out and allowing them to fill by themselves. Notice your breath flowing in and flowing out. Notice how once the lungs are empty, they automatically refill. And now allowing your breath to find its own natural rate and rhythm. No need to control it. I'd like you to imagine. Imagine your ideal 80th birthday. If magic could happen and all your dreams come true. So it's your 80th birthday 
and everyone who truly matters to you, friends, family, parents, children, colleagues, anyone and everyone you truly care about, even if they're no longer alive, are gathered in your honor. Now imagine that one person whom you really care about, friend, child, partner, parents, you choose. This one person stands up to make a speech about you. A short speech, no more than three or four sentences. And they talk about what you stand for in life, what you mean to them, and the role that you have played in their life. And imagine them saying whatever it is deep in your heart you would most love to hear them say. Now most people find that this exercise brings up a whole range of feelings, some warm and loving and some painful. So take a moment to notice what you're feeling and consider what these feelings tell you. What do they tell you about what truly matters to you? What sort of person you want to be? And what, if anything, you may currently be neglecting? And now bringing the exercise to an end, notice your breathing. Notice your body in the chair or whatever position that you're in. Notice the sounds you hear and open your eyes and notice what you can see. Okay, welcome back. So how did that go? What did people say about you? What did that person say about you? What does this tell you about what matters to you? what you stand for, what you want to stand for, and what sort of person you want to be. We only walk through one speech, but you can do that exercise again and again. You know, imagine two other people, if you like, making speeches about you. For many people, this simple exercise is kind of an eye-opener. You know, it, often, it often points to a big difference between what we value doing and what we are actually doing. Now, when I ask people, what do you really want? I'll often hear things like, I just want to be happy, or I want confidence, or I want to be successful. And these all may be truthful answers. However, they're not particularly deep. They're not deep. We need to go deeper than just scratching the surface. We need to connect with our heart and souls to really consider. Remember, values describe what you want to do and how you want to do it. How you want to behave towards your friends, your family, neighbors, strangers, yourself, the environment, your work. So to go deeper, and this is your home play for this week, I encourage you to download and complete the Life Values Questionnaire. The Life Values Questionnaire. So that'll be on the Calm Living Blueprint website, calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 10. This isn't a test. There's no such thing as right or wrong answers. 
right or wrong values. What you value is what you value. Remember, it doesn't have to be justified. So don't worry about correctness when you're filling this out. Just try to be as honest and truthful to yourself as you can. Answer as if there were no obstacles in your way. Nothing stopping you from acting the way you truly want. And remember that values are not the same as goals. Values are about ongoing action. What you want to do for the rest of your life. Whereas goals can be completed and crossed off the list, so to speak. Values are about what you want to do, not about what you want to feel. So instead of writing down, I want to feel socially confident, ask yourself, if I did feel this way, if I did feel confident, then what would I be doing differently? How would I act differently? How would I behave differently towards others? towards myself? What would I do more of? What would I do less of? Your answers to those questions will reveal your values. The questionnaire is broken down into four sections. Relationships, work and education, personal growth and health, and lastly, leisure and pleasure. All the instructions are included in the worksheet. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So once you're finished, I encourage you to look back over your answers and reflect on them. Ask yourself, which of the values that I wrote down is most important to me? Which of them am I actively living by right now? Which of them am I most neglecting? And which are the most important ones to start working on right away? Okay, so do the exercise. Let me know what you discover. Right, so in summary, values are about ongoing action. They're our heart's deepest desires for how we want to spend our brief time on this planet. They're like a compass. They give us direction and keep us on track. Be patient with yourself. Persist. Because when you get in touch with your heart, when you see that happen... When you experience that, it's something that is truly magical. And before we finish off this episode, I just want to spend a moment discussing the home play that I left you with last episode and the purpose of that. So if you recall, I'd ask you to write down three positive self-judgments on one side of a piece of paper and then three negative self-judgments on the other side of a piece of paper and to keep that with you in you know on your purse or in a bag but keep that with you and then every once in a while pull that out read both sides and then put it back down so the purpose of that exercise was you know was to address the fact that a lot of programs out there place huge emphasis on trying to, you know, get you to judge yourself positively, focusing on your strong points and trying trying to reduce or eliminate negative self-judgments, right? That's their main focus of the program. Now, from our perspective, the approach that we're taking here, when you fuse with a self-description, it's likely to create problems, regardless of whether it's positive or negative. Right? When you fuse, when you become entangled in a thought, 
it doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative. Okay, so that's, it was just to reiterate the fact that it's not about trying to get rid of the thoughts or the feelings. Those are always going to be there. It's about getting distance from them. Right? Because you notice as long as, you know, you have that card and say it's just sitting there on your lap, it doesn't matter which way the card is you know, good self, bad self. It doesn't matter. If you're not holding on to it or getting absorbed in it, it doesn't stop you from doing what you want to do. Okay, so trying to hold on too tightly to all those thoughts about how good you are or, you know, even if it's something really positive or then again, how bad you are, it's still going to be fusion and it's still going to inhibit you from doing what you want to do okay so that was the point of the exercise i got a few interesting responses about what people noticed Um, i hope you found that beneficial all right so thanks again for listening to the calm living blueprint podcast if you found the content of this episode beneficial please leave a rating or comment on itunes i really appreciate the feedback so have a value-filled week ahead till next time I'm Candace Esposito. Keep calm and carry on.